Are you looking to pursue excellence and take your success to the next level? You're in the right place. Welcome to Excellence Mindset with your host, Ryan James Miller. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Excellence Mindset Podcast. We are on a Sunday download, round two. I'm staring at my beautiful wife as we record episode two, not really episode two, but the second time that I'm doing Sunday download. So hello, my beautiful wife, Michelle. How are you? Hello, my wonderful husband, Ryan. I'm great. How are you? Great. Are you going to talk in that sultry voice the whole time that we have conversation? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So I asked you yesterday for the first time. I mean, I think I've I've asked you before, but this is like the serious one. So when I said to you yesterday, hey, want to record an episode of the podcast? What did you say? Do you remember? Uh, I think I said, uh, what the hell okay. are we going to talk about? Yeah, I did say, what are we going to talk about? You said, what the hell? You, it's okay. I don't know that I said that. I think you did, but that's okay. okay. All right. So we're recording at home. We're sitting on the floor in the front room. It's Sunday. It's the end of our week. Some people want to say it's the beginning of the week. We could say it's the beginning of the week too, but this is always a good opportunity for us as a family to, to settle down. Maybe you're preparing for the week ahead, dreading the week ahead. So as you think back on the last week, is there anything that stood out to you that was good, bad, indifferent? Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it was a pretty good week. I got a lot of stuff accomplished. I always like it when that happens. Okay, so that's a good place to start. So um, you stay at home. You've had the, we have had the wonderful opportunity for you to do that now for 11 years, right? Yes. About six months before our youngest was born. Just about, no, about a month before our youngest was born, I guess. So that was probably March-ish of 2009. And so you've, you did the stay at home mom thing before you didn't love it, not because you didn't love staying home with our older daughter, but because uh, there was no other adults your age that were staying home having kids. And so that was a challenge. Uh, But then you got to do it again a second time. And it has had its up and down seasons of challenge and struggle just because of my own business, but then you trying to hold down the fort and me doing a good job of being supportive and me not. So now fast forward all the way through to almost 11 years or just about 11 years of doing it. So what are some of the things that you feel make staying? No, let me say it this way. What are some of the things that you feel make a good week? Like, what is it to you that's like, yeah, this was a good week or yeah, I feel accomplished at home. Um, I think it all depends for me, but I have like my own little goals that I set for myself on a weekly basis. You're not allowed to talk about goals. I threw all my goals away. Listen, listen, I, (laughs) I need something. (laughs) I I can't just say I'm not having goals anymore and just woo off to the wind. That's, that's not Michelle Miller. That's Ryan Miller. So yeah. So I have goals that I set for myself that are weekly goals that I like to do most of them or get most of them completed by the first three days of the week that way the last two allow me to have a little bit more freedom allow me to plan lunches with girlfriends if I can or um things like that so that's that's a good week for me when those things are done and finished and um yeah so what are the what are some of the things that distract from 
that quote unquote good week or derail your ability to be able to do that? Um, it could be a lot of different things. It could be if one of the kids is sick, then some of those things go out the window. If I'm not feeling well, uh, I don't know. I just, I just think that it can all be in my own attitude too. If I'm not feeling it, if I'm not feeling good physically or mentally, sometimes it's harder for me to continue to motivate myself to yeah. get stuff done around the house, which that's not always the most fun and glory, glorious thing to do is <laughs> cleaning the house or Come doing on. the laundry. It doesn't feel super glamorous. So sometimes I don't, I'm not feeling it. And so then that's a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's more a matter of, doesn't matter if you want to do it. This is what you need to get done. Yeah. It's a little harder to grind through that sometimes. Yeah. And I think that like, you know, I, I would say that because we are typically like goal focused, I love that you're like so gingerly holding onto the microphone right now. So we're handheld holding mics because we're sitting on the floor trying this for the first time. And you're like gingerly holding that so you don't make any noise or there's no feedback in the mic. Wow. You're, you're doing great. It's awkward, so. That's okay. You're going to get used to it. I'm just going to keep having you come on every <laughs> week. Just put you on blast. Okay, so back to that. So, you know, we're, we're reasonably, like, metric and goal-driven human beings. I think that's just kind of what we do. And so staying at home, that makes it harder, right? Because mm -hmm. there isn't necessarily a goal or a metric per se. It's not like you look back and you're like, I got a 9 out of 10. Unless right. maybe you had, like, a chart system for yourself at home. I don't have a, I might have a mental chart, maybe. <laughs> Not quite one that's physical that everyone else can see, because I don't want everybody to see how bad I do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't let anybody in the house that week. Yeah. Okay, so um, so it's it's been a pretty good week overall. Uh, we got to go on a date last night. That was mm -hmm. pretty fun, right? It was a lot of fun. Um, I think that that's, I don't know, for me, I think that that's always a really helpful um uh, reset for a lot of reasons. I think it's an encouragement. We had a really good conversation at dinner last night. Mm -hmm. Why don't we talk about that a little bit? Hmm. Uh, I love it because now we're recording and it's like, you just, you can't take it back when we get here. So, um, I think that we've always been really good in communicating. Uh, no, uh, we have grown to be really good at communicating right. with each other. That hasn't always been the case. Right. Um, maybe we did in the very beginning of our marriage, 18 years ago almost we were young so communication was different back then than what it is actually now as, yeah. as adults yeah so. okay so we w w there was a challenge uh had some challenges we've learned we've grown and so mm -hmm. now we do a reasonably good job of communicating with each other um but i think that one of the things that's been really good and i talk about this all the time but i think it's good that now someone gets to hear another perspective of this too like i think that after um uh, what we went through at Route 91, I think that there has been kind of this this desire in my heart to want to make sure you're doing good, but there's also kind of like this awkward, like, so how are you doing? And like we try, you know, we, we're pretty open and we talk a lot about it, but I think like having like a set time to really just sit across the table from each other mm -hmm. and really figure out, right? Like, so really, how are you doing? Not even, because I think like, even in quick passing at the house, right? It can be really easy just to kind of like breeze over things, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're asking me how I'm doing. No, I mean, I think more of like, so like, do you, maybe just the first part of that. So like, do you feel like there are, uh, that it's, 
easier to do that in defined times when we're sitting down to do that versus just like the day to day as the house is running? Uh, yeah, I actually do. I think it's kind of easier when we dedicate time to yeah. have those types of conversations. It's challenging when you're in and out of the house and I'm in and out of the house and then I'm focused on what's going on with the kids and trying to keep the house running like dinner wise. And so I think it's a lot easier for us to have an engaging conversation one-on-one when we set time aside as opposed to trying to have it regularly like throughout the day. Yeah. And I think too, like, I mean, I know for me that when we're in the rather regular rhythms of our week, I think it, it gets really easy to, to not want to put burden onto other people. Mm -hmm. And so like if I've had a stressful day at work, you know, for whatever reason, like the last thing I want to do is drag that home. Like I want to have a good time at night Mm -hmm. and I want to enjoy our time together. And so I don't want to put that on you and vice versa. Like if I come home and you can tell, like maybe I'm a little bit on edge or it's been a hard day. If you've had a hard day, I'm sure that you're hesitant to want to just say something Right. right out the gate, unless it's like super pressing and really bad. So I think that that's been really helpful. And I mean, I think that like, as I talk to people, I think, I think just in general, that that's a really hard thing to do is to sit down and have dedicated time to talk. Like I think like in business, like that's something that people really struggle with is like, when I'm pissed off at my manager, or I'm pissed off at an employee, like, we either just come at people really hot when we're angry or we just avoid it altogether. Mm -hmm. And, um, and probably avoidance is what happens more often than not. So I love that we have dedicated time to do that. Um, and I also love it because I feel like when we're having those conversations, well, when we're having those times together, it gives us time to just talk about you and I and Mm -hmm. not like, not that we, we end up talking about the kids and we end up talking about other things, but it really gives us like a committed focus to each other. Right. Like, I think that's really good. Yeah, I agree. It's good. Um, and we're talking about the kids Mm -hmm. and trying to parent and I've had a quite a couple people. So I'm going to ask you like what you think about this. So I've had a couple people lately ask me. So I shared a post on LinkedIn that went like crazy viral, had almost 200,000 people see it um, about Alexis's water polo experience. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, people are asking, you know, people are like um, praising me, right? Like, oh, you gosh, what a great job you're doing as a parent. And I feel like such an idiot, right? Because like, okay, you know, we've done some good things, Mm -hmm. but also like it's the grace of God. Absolutely. And so um, how do you see... Like as the kids continue to grow and develop, like how do you see your role in that? How do you feel like, do you take a lot of responsibility for the good, the bad? I don't think I've really ever asked you this question. Like, do you feel like you you take more responsibility when things go bad or when things are good? Like, how do you see that? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's easier for me probably to take responsibility for the bad. Yeah. Um, But there are times where, you know, I can say, okay, well, I helped her with that, you know, area. And that's why she made that choice, you know, but I think it's, we're well aware that like the good comes from God. And so we try to teach them that as much as possible. But at the end of the day, it's the kid making the choice and the work of God in them to hopefully pick the right choice for themselves. So I mean, I want to say, yeah, for the good, but I think it's easier, truthfully, to to own the bad. Yeah. 
And so I, I'm asking this question kind of knowing the answer, but like, do you typically, for you as an individual, like, do you typically, um, like lean more towards the bad that you do and the things that you come up short in or the good things that you do? I think it depends on who you're, who we're talking about the effect of the good or the bad is going to, if it's for myself. Yeah. Just you. So like when you like, yeah. How you see yourself? Well, I mean, truthfully, it's, it's hard to see the good in yourself on a regular basis, at least for me. Um, but that's an insecurity issue that I've carried with myself for quite some time since probably I was little. Yeah. Um, and it's strange because that insecurity, I don't really know where it comes from because I always felt like I had a really great childhood and always felt loved and cared for by my parents. But at the same time, whatever it was, I just, the, the insecurities have kind of followed me. Yeah. And um, while I can do a pretty good job pushing past it for the most part, there's just certain areas where it's a lot more challenging for me to climb out of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously we could go into that for hours on end, but I'm not going to beat you up just yet. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, but um, but I think that that's something like as a parent we need to be super aware of, right? Because it's easy to, um, whether we intend to or not, to almost like impose those same types of things on our kids. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when like the parent is trying to live vicariously through the kid and so like everything they ever wanted for themselves, they try and put onto the kid And we know how bad that can be. Mm -hmm. But I think like even our own experiences and upbringing, a lot of times we either impose the same thing on them or we try to push them so hard the other way that we end up like potentially doing damage right through the process. So I think awareness is pretty big. Yeah, I agree. Um, What's been the biggest challenge you've had this week? Mm. (laughs) If you say me... This is over. <laughs> that kidding. will probably never happen. It will probably never be you as a negative. Um, right now. It's probably more the realization of um, my necessity to be kind of more structured with my nutrition. Mm. I know we talked oh, about yeah, this we last night. Yeah, we did talk night. about it last night. So um, I have always loved working out. Exercising has been like a part of my life since I was in high school when I played basketball. So it's something that comes fairly naturally to me and I enjoy it, but, um, I like to eat food that tastes good <laughs> and I don't like to eat the same thing every day. So, um, Michelle's, Michelle's opinion <laughs> of what tastes good though. And what your opinion is of what tastes good could be two different things. Listen, my palate is that of a 14 year old child. It's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with it. You should be too. <laughs> but it's, uh, listen, that, Look, it's babe, just I'm the way it is. That you don't like super fancy food <laughs> that cost me a fortune to take you out to. <laughs> so anyhow, um, yeah, so that, that was the realization for me this week. And I think it's something that's been kind of pressing on me a little bit and I like to push it away. Yeah. But um, it's something that not only makes me feel better physically, but mentally. So I know that I need to get back into that routine. Yeah. It's always hard for me, right? Because um, I coach a lot of people for a living. And so when I see you struggling through something, 
I want to help you in the same way that I help other people. And I want to do that with the best intention. Um, I just think that, you know, I pay the price of uh, in years past, not always handling things the best way with how we worked through things just in general. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think some of that is there. And then I don't think that you always love the fact that I'm pretty black and white with stuff. Mm -hmm. And so that's a challenging conversation for us to have, right? It's like me trying to encourage you because I don't want to coach you, but. I would like to. The defensive Michelle says, you're not encouraging me. You're <laughs> telling me no. <laughs> and I don't want to hear no. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a challenge. And I, I've talked to other women at the gym and other women are very much in that same frame of mind where they don't want their husband to tell them yeah. something that they need to change. Yeah. And I'm talking more nutrition wise. Yeah. This is not other things, but um, they don't want their husband to say you shouldn't eat that. Yeah. Because then you're telling me I shouldn't do something. And then you're like my dad. Oh, God. And then I don't, I okay, already have on. one dad. I don't need another dad. Okay, wait, hold on. So hold the on. last thing I want to do is hear you tell me, don't eat those Cracker Jacks. You had sugar already today. <laughs> I did tell oh, you, you remember that yesterday. That. Yeah. I, yes, I know. And I ate them today, by the way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we just said last night you weren't going to eat more crap. Last hurrah. No, that is such bullshit. No, that's terrible. It happened already. Listen, it's in the past. Oh, my gosh. See, this is what I deal with. Okay. (laughs) Okay, let's go back to that. Like, I I, want to, like, I just want to stick on that for a second. So why why does um, the husband... You know, I'm not even going to I'm not even going to bring anybody else into this because I have no idea what those other people really do. Why when I tell you something is a lot, it, it, is it like I'm your dad talking to you? Is it the way I say it? Is it just the fact that it's just you can't do it? Like, what is it? Probably a mixture of both. That was such a but libertarian so, no, thing I'm to just, say. Right I'm there. saying it's really the way you say it. And because you're saying it like. So if I wrote you a love note and in there said, don't eat Cracker Jacks, that would be better. I would laugh and throw it away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Well, and it's funny because my dad was never like that with me. Like, uh, so I don't know where it's. I think it's just because it's you. You're my husband. I don't want you to tell me don't eat that because then it makes me feel I guess in a way it makes me feel like you're saying, don't eat that. It's going to hit the hips, baby. And I don't want to hear that. Two things. If I told you not to jump out in the street in front of a car, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't. You would listen to me there. That's so different. No, it's not. That's life or death. This is. Cracker Jacks will kill you. This is craving or no craving. Yeah, that'll kill you. Second (laughs) of all. Okay, so so this is something that's that's a very touchy subject, right? So like this is something that's really important for me is like. I have, and and I think you can affirm this. It's really easy for me to say these things when you're not also having a microphone in your hand. Um, but I try to do the best I can to encourage you, mm-hmm. not with not lying to you, because I think that a lot of times I've heard people say that, like guys say, and maybe even women too, say like, like I just want to, I want to be positive, encouraging to them, even if they're not quite there. Like yeah. I don't want to do that because that's just not reality. Mm-hmm. Like I think that'd be unloving of you, of me to. To, to lie to you so like I try and encourage you um, I tell you tell you you're beautiful because I think you are um, I try to show that affection to you mm-hmm. and so when I say don't eat Cracker Jacks I love that we're on this mm-hmm. right now um, or pretzels or whatever for breakfast um, it's only on Sunday morning <laughs> <laughs> you Jesus and pretzels why <laughs> why do you why do you think you still feel some sense of like, I'm telling you, like, don't get fat? Mm. 
I don't really know because you've never made me feel that way. So that's probably you. Totally. Okay. I mean, I think that's fair. And I, again, like, I think this is like, it's always helpful for me because I'm trying to constantly learn like how to communicate the right mm-hmm. ways and try to encourage because at the end of the day, I don't want you eating Cracker Jacks, not because like you shouldn't enjoy food because we talk about the fact that we should always like live a life where we're not completely restricted unless it's going to really kill us. But at the same time, I know like especially 12 hours earlier, we had a conversation about not eating crap anymore um, or trying to really, really limit it. And you just had to spite me starting monday Uh, that is such a bad thing listen Listen, if you're listening to this podcast right now i want to tell (laughs) you that tomorrow is not the day you start if you want to commit to something you commit to it right now yeah yeah i don't have any food prepped so it has to happen dude that is just such another excuse listen to these excuses we're going to talk about this for weeks and weeks to come okay so anybody will be tuning in for that no, they're, they're going to listen over and over again because we're going to keep talking all kinds of stuff. We're going to do this every single week. And every single week, people are going to hear us talk through all this type of stuff. Mm. Um, okay, so uh, we're looking at the week ahead. What's exciting? What do you most look forward to when you get ready to start a new week? Uh, that it's a fresh start, that I can reset. So all Are we the... still only talking about food? No, I'm talking about everything. Okay. <laughs> this is for the whole week. Okay. So I have something, uh, this is a busy next month for us. Actually, probably the busy next couple of months but until the new year. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to be gone. Yeah. So busy for you <laughs> while you're gone, busy for me while you're oh, gone. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to get up at 530, 5 o'clock yeah, in the morning one morning. It's going to be great. Hey, so, at, least, at least I do it most of the time. I know you do. It's really nice of you. That's because they get up anyway. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be a busy week, but a good week. So you're looking forward to a fresh start. Fresh start. And um, again, like I said, now we will go to the nutrition. The fact that I can mentally get myself like fired up about meal prepping and making better choices. And I'm going to start small because I know when I go too big, it's too challenging for me to accomplish. And then I get frustrated and then I say, screw it. And then I go right back to the old Michelle. So we don't want to be that Michelle. So we're going to we're going to work day by day and get that stuff going so that's that's the plan and then like i said then it's the reset for the week for me to get stuff done yeah yeah all right you just said to a couple hundred people you're now accountable to them too because they're all going to listen and hear Mm. you say that that's great i'm going to share it all over social media any parting words of wisdom for anybody else out there if you're a man, don't tell your wife, don't eat Cracker Jacks. <laughs> That's so crappy. That is so crappy. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just think for me, it's changing my mindset on um, Monday, which you've helped me with. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mondays don't have to suck, right? No, they don't. They don't. They're, like I said, it truly is a fresh start to a new week. It's an, it's an opportunity for you to do better than you did the week before. And that's my ultimate goal is just to do a little bit better or maybe get one more thing accomplished than I did the week before. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I I look forward to the gym every morning and then I look forward to my time reading and praying. And that's been great since the kids are back at school. I feel like I've been able to be a lot more consistent with that. And that really does help my day go much better. Yeah. Um, And then you know, my regular errands and things that I get done. Of course, those aren't always fun, but it feels good to get them done. 
Okay, yeah. Okay, so you said something in the middle of that that I wanted to touch on before we go. So it's interesting to me because I think that by and large, most people thrive better in structure than they do in chaos. Mm -hmm. And weekends are, even though they can be really busy, it's a lot more chaos, right? We don't... We typically have structure set up for our weekdays. Mm -hmm. Like we have a, a, we get up in the morning, we have a routine, we go to work or we go to, you know, we, we just, we get involved into things, right? You know, you have a very specific routine, mm -hmm. you thrive in that. And even when it doesn't go great. And yet it's interesting to me that, that, that people would rather live in the weekends yeah, because like they think that freedom is so much better for them and really like Again, by and large, there's a lot of good things that happen on the weekends, spending time with friends and family and mm -hmm. things like that. But that's where we go off the rails on diets. Mm -hmm. That's where we typically don't take care of ourselves as well. That, you know, we're, we're typically like uh, all the things that we've, we've worked for all week, we've kind of set aside and we just like go at it on the weekend for whatever. Yeah. And then we go back to the week and we're focused again and thrive. Mm -hmm. And I would love to get to a place even for myself, I think, that there was... Not that you're like confined to the structure all the time, but that we were really, we recognized how well we do in structure and wanting to create more of that mm -hmm. while having freedom in the structure. I think like when I joked at the beginning and said like when I trashed goals for the year for myself, it wasn't to like <clears throat> not achieve things. Mm -hmm. It was just that I could find so much more freedom living in the day to day and focusing on what's in front of me instead of, you know, out ahead. But like, so I want the freedom, but I just want structure and being able to do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. For sure. All right. I think that's all for now. We, we've imparted some serious wisdom today. It's yes. going to blow people Mind away. Mind blown. Mind blown. Mm -hmm. So next week, same time. Am I going to be back in town? I'm going to be back in town. We're going to talk about. It's not going to be just me by myself. <laughs> that would be awesome. No. You never know. <laughs> okay. So we're going to, we're going to. A foreshadow forecast right now so we're going to talk about i'm going to be gone for a couple of days i get to go speak in tampa at a conference i'm excited Ooh. to do that do a workshop uh, i'm going to get some audio video photography while i'm there so that'll be fun i'm excited i uh, get to work with a new client that's fun we're going to talk about what happened while i was gone mm. you're going to share with us all what happened while i was gone you partied or something it's like that really exciting it's gonna be really amazing <laughs> Well, thank you, baby. Mm -hmm. I love you. I love you. You uh, you were a champ. You did so great. It's like you're a professional. Just trying to be like you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> On that load of crap. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to wrap it. Thanks, guys. Sunday download in the books. Excellence mindset. Follow it. Give us some feedback. We'd love to know what you want to hear from us next time. I'm going to keep bringing Michelle back. We're just going to talk all about our life, doing the best we can to pursue every bit of what we feel God has created us to be. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Excellence Mindset with Ryan James Miller. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit ryanjamesmiller.com. We'll catch you next time.